Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever crossover edition of both the BBO NYG podcast and the Mix It Up podcast. Um, we were supposed to have our other two partners on each show join us, but one fell asleep because he probably has jet lag. That's the excuses he's going to use. And then the other one that doesn't mix it up with me, um, he just bailed because he was hungry. And then he made up this whole lie, how he just magically forgot about it. Right. So that's real suspect right there. But Not listen, that's neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? So screw them two assholes. <laughs> let's let's dive right into this. John Depot is joining. That's right. This yeah. week, I'm finally back. Uh, yeah, I missed back. last week. I feel like I missed a lot of episodes in the last couple of months with the wedding and the honeymoon. And... <laughs> you didn't miss a lot of uh, giant wins. You know what I'm saying? That's very true. Yeah, that's very true. It's but been, uh, it's been a, uh, a tough season so far, to say the least. Yeah, so how was your uh, little getaway? <sighs> Did I tell you what happened with the honeymoon at all? With going to Belize and then ended up in Hawaii? No, no. Oh, God. So I'm not going to out this resort because the people who work there are very, very nice. But the resort that we booked um, for our honeymoon, some of the pictures on the website, they didn't take at the resort. Um, okay. so a bit of little, uh, bait and switch. So what had happened was we flew obviously from Newark into Miami, right. And then connected through Miami into Belize and you get to Belize. They take you on like a half hour shuttle. You get to a pier. They put you on a little boat. It's me and my new wife, uh, suitcases, go on a boat. You go nine miles out to sea to this little Island. That's like two acres big. And it's one of those huts above the water, which, was kind of the whole idea, like the huts above the water. But in my mind, and it's really my fault, I should have done more research. They had uh, that in, in my Bora mind. Bora. What? They had the huts in like Bora Bora. Exactly like, like that, but there. on our side of the globe. Yep. Um, so in my mind, that resort, the resort where we're going to, it was a regular resort, like as you would know, a resort, you know, all-inclusive, whatever, whatever. And a section of it <clears throat> was these huts, when we got there, we realized that it's not. It is what you would call a boutique resort in the sense that there were a total of 10 huts above the water, 10 two-person huts that are about 15 by 15. It's just a bed and a bathroom. That's it. Um, at least you have that. At least you have 
Yeah, <laughs> essentially the same as a, as, least, uh, as a prison. At least you have a bathroom. You don't have to shit in the fucking ocean. Right, <laughs> yeah, except for the fact that there was no ceiling on the bathroom. So basically there was just oh, a wow. bamboo wall between you and fucking the rest of the opening <laughs> place. Anyways, so we get off the boat. You know, they, you know, welcome to blah, 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 blah. And, you know, they walk us through the, you know, they, we pull up to where the huts are. There's like a half moon with like seven huts or six huts, like in the half moon. And then uh, you pull up at the dock, you know, they unload your fucking suitcases, whatever it is, walk you behind the huts. And there's a trail there, like, a, you know, it's like a finished trail. Um, and it's like their tour. And there's like a pathway that goes off to the left that goes to like a bocce court and a swimming pool. And then the pathway that goes straight brings you to the bar, the restaurant, um, the beach, uh, all and a few other like what they call garden view huts, not huts above the water, but huts on there. So the whole cool. resort is 10, 10 fucking huts, six or seven of which are on the water. The rest of them are garden. And then there's this one building there. So I'm walking past this building and I'm looking up and it's like a three-story building. And in the top floor, there's wind AC window AC units in each one of the windows. So being that I work in the A-Track business, I was like, this is a fucking big-ass, in my mind still, this is a big-ass fucking resort. Like, why would they need window units in a, in a place like this? Like, this is like, the, the you know, they spend millions of dollars on these resorts. So, okay, no problem. Walk up, and they, they, they point to the staircase that goes up to the second floor. There's like an outdoor, like, sitting area, and um, there's a bar there or whatever, and there's like a couple, like, offices off of it. So they tell us, oh, this is where uh, the bar is. It also doubles as the restaurant, and it's the front lobby of the hotel where they bring you into what's essentially a closet as the check-in, and they give you oh. the key to the room. Okay. So, like, I'm getting red flags all over the place at this point. We order lunch, which is basically it was chicken wings. That's all they really had to offer, uh, and a couple <laughs> of drinks or whatever. Just go back to the room, start unpacking change put change go put your bathing suit on and we said okay let's go to fucking the beach so we walk you know walk out towards the beach past where the restaurant and bar thing was and come to find out that um of the 180 miles of coastline that belize has that's right in the caribbean on the caribbean sea in the south right by right by the corner of like mexico and honduras and shit right. of the 100 uh, 180 miles only 12 of it is actual beach as we know it. The most of Belize sits below sea level, right on the coast. So they have to have a retaining wall up. So essentially what it is, the picture that they show you of the beach is essentially a concrete slab with sand poured on top of it and ends at a fucking seawall. And shit. you can go up a pier and go into the, into the ocean from the pier. But essentially it's like four feet of water, all coral and seagrass. That's like, an unpleasant shade of greenish brown, not oh, wow. crystal blue like you would think the Caribbean. Yeah, of course. So we walk up and down this thing, like looking for where the beach is. So I asked one of the guys, there was a guy cutting coconuts out of a coconut tree, fucking 30 feet up. I was like, I was like, yo, was, where's the beach at? And he's like, oh, you're on it. And I'm like, <laughs> bro. So you're telling me I have this land a concrete fucking slab and that's the beach for 10 days. This is what I'm doing. Oh, All right, shit. let's go check out the pool. Pool's small. Pool's like half the size of my parents' pool in the backyard. 
right? Listen, uh, it's not an Olympic pool that my parents have. It's, you know, a regular suburban fucking Central Jersey pool. It's like half the size of that with a pleasant shade of green algae that fucking coated the bottom of the pool. So very uninviting was not an option to go in there. Okay, go back to the room, talking to my wife. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. End up, um, say, okay, let's go to dinner. We go to dinner. And mind you, this entire time, all this walking, all the, we didn't see any other people on the resort at all. It was just we fucking... By, by me and my wife, a couple of dudes working in fucking cutting coconuts, the bartender slash waiter, and then the receptionist fucking, they gave you the key to the room. That's the that's the only living beings that I've seen on this fucking island uh, off the coast of Belize. The person the, that you probably got the key is, from, the, the person you got the key from was probably like, "Are you people really here?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Your first uh, ever guest, <laughs> Mike. I'm I'm gonna flesh the story out because we have some airtime to fill, um, and I'm gonna give you all the all the details of this. This is wild, bro. This is my honeymoon. Like this isn't just like a vacation. Yeah, this- like. This is supposed to be like the funnest vacation that you're going to have in your life. Yeah, right. Um, so uh, we go to dinner and they sit us down and there's one other couple outside about the same age as us. Uh, and we're like, okay, you know, can we have menus? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, the chef comes in on a boat once a day. He makes lunch. He stays for lunch, <laughs> makes lunch. And then whatever he makes for dinner is what the dinner is. If you're, you Whatever you really killed like, that day. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if if you don't you're not really if you're not interested in eating what they have, you know, if there's any leftover like you know, chicken or doesn't make you like a grilled chicken or like they'll fry up some chicken wings for you and then you know that way you'll stop. Or there's a bending machine around the block. No, no, there's no around the block, Mike. You're on a two mile island a two acre wide island. There's nothing there. You could in uh, fifteen minutes walk you could walk around the entire island from, from twelve o'clock. <laughs> All the way to twelve o'clock would take you twelve minutes. So we're like, like all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, so there's really no restaurants. It's a restaurant that doubles as a bar, and there's no menu at this restaurant, which I've never heard of in my entire fucking life. There's no pool that we can go in. There's no beach to lay on. So essentially, I'm stuck in a fucking room off the coast of a country. <laughs> Similarly. Been- to Alcatraz. It would have been funny if they like told you the pool was like some dude's bathtub in like a tent. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? It was, it, was, stairs. it was cleaned probably like two weeks ago, probably the last time some bachelor would have cleaned his tub. Honestly, wow. it was so That's this is all think. like Mike, we get to the resort at like one by seven. I'm like, I need to get the fuck off this island immediately. Like th- th- I, I can't stay here. I feel like I'm in jail already. So I ended up going, we eat dinner, which I will give them credit. The dinner we had, they made some kind of pork chop thing, which, you know, my wife, not, not interested in pork chops, but it was good. I will give them credit where the credit is due. It was fucking good. Hey, go to the front desk. And I told the lady, I was like, listen, I was like, you know, this is not what my wife and I were envisioning when we booked this, um, you know, this, this and that. And I end up, they, get me on the phone with the owner of the resort. Really? Right. So she like literally hands me her cell phone guys in like, he's like, got like a Texas accent. He's like some dude from Texas or whatever that owns this resort. And, um, you know, I'm talking to him for like a half an hour. I was able to convince him to basically prorate our stay and just pay for the day that we were going to stay there. Cause we were going to fly back 
out of Belize because you can't fly anywhere from Belize. Belize is mad small and go back to the United States. And then from there, regroup and figure out where we can go for the rest of our honeymoon. So I ended up getting back the money. Uh, Basically, we were supposed to stay for nine nights. I got eight nights of money back uh, from this guy and then went on went online and fucking bought try to buy tickets to fly back to you know to texas or miami just to get like to a major airport yeah right ended up having to stay on the phone fucking for two hours with uh with uh i think we flew flew united Mm -hmm. it actually costed more money to fly from belize to houston than listen to this and listen to how ridiculous this is than to buy tickets to go from houston uh from Belize to Houston to Dallas. So buy a ticket to Dallas via Houston. The same exact flight, plane, same everything. The same same day. Okay. It was cheaper to buy the two leg uh, and two legs and end up in Dallas than it was to just fly straight to Houston and get off the plane. So yeah. it didn't make any sense at all, bro. I, it was like two hundred and fifty dollars per person cheaper. Wow. To, to take two to take the extra flight to Dallas. Than just to fly straight to Houston, so we booked a ticket to fly to Dallas through Houston. I just got off the plane and fucking got onto a taxi and left. Ended up because our flight from Belize to Houston ended up getting delayed. They ended up giving us a credit back, so I ended up getting five hundred dollars savings for on both ends because I didn't I didn't pay the difference of going to Houston uh, straight to Houston. I saved the money there. And then then because I couldn't get on the plane from Houston to Dallas because it was delayed, they ended up giving me the money back anyways. So I ended up getting basically $1,000 back. Okay. Anyway, so we ended up spending the night in Houston, and we're like, all right, where can we go tomorrow? Like, let's find the place to fucking go. And it just so happened that we had a – they had a flight, a a direct flight from Houston uh, to Honolulu the next day. And then the day we were supposed to come back from our honeymoon – a, a direct flight from Honolulu to Newark with those oh. like lay down seats. Yeah, um, those are nice. Um, so we said, fuck it. And I, I don't know the exact amount of hours and I, sh- I should sit down and try to remember exactly what it was, but we were no more than 12 hours away from the flight when we decided to go to fucking Honolulu. Like we just on a whim ended up in Hawaii okay. um, and stayed yeah. in Hawaii for a week. And Hawaii was nice. I feel like Hawaii was made on the eighth day. So God takes six days to create the earth, rest on the seventh day as it's written, right? Who knows what percentage of that is true, if any. Eight, on the eighth day when he said, I'm going to make a perfect place, he made Hawaii. He made Hawaii. It, it's so – have you been to Hawaii before? I mean, um, no, but I heard about Maui, Hawaii, where just everything lights on fire and – you know, the rich it's one small section of the island, which I'm not diminishing what it was, but the entire island of Mount. We ended up, we we went to Oahu, which is the island that where Honolulu and Waikiki is. We stayed in Waikiki for the week, but um, one of the excursions I wanted to do was on Maui. So we flew from Oahu to Maui one of the days, and then flew back the next day, uh, back to which we're calling. And when we were in Maui, you could what you had to fly there. Is it that long of a trip? It's there's no ferries that go around. Oh, okay. So it's just flight. The flight was Mike. We from so you, you get on you get on like a small plane with like no, and shit, right? No, it was like a seven thirty seven. It was a legit oh, plane. Oh, really? A legit. And oh, wow. 
Okay. Yeah, there's 70 people on the flight, something I, like that. I thought maybe you had like a small plane with like propeller. And then you that's what I would have thought. Chickens and, and goats on it that they got to transfer. If it wasn't for the fact that um, I ended up while we we're the one of the first days we were in uh, in Hawaii, I rented a I went on Turo and I rented a Ferrari California convertible. Nice. And we, I created this whole route around the island, like circumventing the entire island of fucking uh, of <laughs> Hawaii. It was I'll show next time I see you, I'll show you fucking pictures, bro. It was, it was insane. But the guy I rented it from told me he's like, oh, if you're going to be doing what you know, we want to do a helicopter ride, he's like, don't do it there. He's like, just take one of the fucking jumper planes. He's like, it's a regular plane. He's like, but it costs like forty bucks, and it's like a half an hour you're in the air. Ended up it was seventeen minutes. From the when the rubber of the wheels left the ground in Oahu to landing in Maui was exactly 17 minutes. I, I literally looked on my cell phone when we picked up, when we left, and we landed. So wow. it was like basically, you know, going to the gym as far as like a fucking trip. It was nothing. It was yeah, right. It was crazy. Um, but we uh, and I ended up renting a, a Corvette C8 in, a, in in Maui, and I did the same thing where I kind of drove the outside of the islands and part of it where our northern california would be like at like nine o'clock essentially um you know in the face of a face of a clock uh that's where lahaina is where the fire was and that the, the lahaina was the, the whole section of it is closed but it's like one percent of the islands so like all like the, like the taxi driver the restaurant that we went to and stuff like that they were all like since the fires last like month and a half whatever it was you know, a couple months he's like it's been a ghost town around here oh, he's really? like you know everybody's everybody works in the tourism industry and everybody canceled their vacations no one's booking anything so we're all suffering they're like thank you so much for coming at least even for the day uh just to kind of like contribute and help out to the you know to our oh, fucking really? economy. oh wow so they were like grateful and shit you guys oh should... yeah very 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 grateful that's crazy um, how it got that to that place that's wild. yeah but bro he's like, honeymoons man like it, it's crazy. Like I had a friend that's just had a bad honeymoon recently. Like he got married in like DR, and you know apparently like, things was going great, but the very first day he was going on his honeymoon, his mom fell, shattered her oh. leg, tibia, Ooh. tibia, uh, disrupted her kneecap, whatever. This is the guy I get my car fixed from, like you know usually and shit. You know get oil changes, all that stuff. I don't want to uh -huh. say his name on the air because of the shit that happened, but I just heard it today. And you know she had to get surgery over there, so I know she's like for that. Yeah, on his honeymoon, man. I'm like, so that's like, yeah, they had to find like the good doctors, and and things get lost in translation. But his uh, wife, obviously, you know, she could talk the language, so that barrier was like, you know, going through her, True. and it was like a pretty like big, uh, big ordeal. Obviously, you know, like a going on your honeymoon, and then you you don't expect that to to happen, man. Just just crazy shit. Yeah, um, and we, I, I could talk more about fucking going to talk about crazy. I ended up on uh, two of the most dangerous roads in the world. One of them is affectionately called Death Highway nice. at night by accident and had to turn around uh, on the side of a cliff. My wife is hysterical crying because it was fucking terrifying. Uh, you want to hear side of a cliff? Like a U-turn? Like a U-turn on the side of a cliff, bro. I've... Oh, no way. So... I ain't doing that shit. I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. I'll leave the car here. I'm walking. <laughs> you, I was, I was an hour into a, a drive that, so there, all right. Obviously Hawaii is made by fucking volcanoes, right? So, um, 
to give an example, there's one part of the island that's called the Road to Hana, which is this like little town that's like on the eastern side of the island that's like all secluded. And you go from the mainland part where like um, Lahaina is and like where the fires were and shit. And it's a 62 mile drive that goes north and then east and then south, like goes around like from like 10 o'clock to like three o'clock, essentially uh, around the round island like that. And um, within the 62 miles is over 600 turns left, right, right. So basically it's 10 turns per mile. So you're constantly turning. Not only that, you're on the side of a cliff. Like the mountains go straight from the water, straight up into the clouds. So they, all they did is just blow out dynamite to like follow the shit around, around the side of a cliff essentially. And there's parts of the road that you're like 800 feet up. And if let's say you just look down to, to the radio, there's turns that are like 200 and something degrees. So you're coming around the blind corner. If you are not paying attention, you just go literally your Thelma and Louise straight off the side of a cliff. This is a fucking jagged rocks. Below. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus in some places no oh no, my there's... god yo fuck that i ain't fucking deal with that shit bro yeah, right. first off, Hawaii's made with like from volcanoes. I did not know that. That's a tip <laughs> that I just really I just discovered right now. So apparently, like back in the day, volcanoes erupted and then yeah. continuously this, have. Continuously, and then Hawaii just magically appears. And then, and then all of a sudden the volcanoes the volcanoes just stop working and they just like they go um, no, and they, they just I, everybody I don't gets know. to live here now. I don't know. Is that yeah. what it is? That's pretty much it. I don't know. Um that's terrifying. I, I mean, it's nice there, but like, all right, you deal with all the nice weather, but all of a sudden, you know what? There's a risk of, uh, you know, the volcano could just erupt any time and just burn to death in a million degrees. Like, fuck so that. you've heard people use the term the Big Island before, right? Yeah, I've heard that. Okay. The Big Island is actually called Hawaii. It's the only thing that's actually called Hawaii. Like the whole state's Hawaii, but the island's called Hawaii. Everything else, Oahu and fucking whatever else. Right, Anyways, so that's the Big Island. That volcano is like the 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 longest actively erupting volcano volcano on earth those are the ones where um they you take a helicopter you fly over it and you can see into the volcano with, yeah inside with the lava and then also where the lava goes down the side of the island you can watch the lava just pour off the cliff into the ocean oh wow um, which was one of the excursions that we wanted to do but ended up running out of time because it was on a different island 
Does that heat up the ocean when all the lava goes in there? Um, there's a lot of steam in the pitchers. I would imagine if you're close to it, you're uh, not going to be on the planet very long. Holy it's shit. Be a fucking boiled shrimp. I just remember watching like episodes of the Brady Bunch. And I remember like uh, one of the Brady kids, they went to Hawaii on their vacation one episode. It was terrifying me because one of the Brady kids like found this like like statue that he wore around his neck like from Hawaii and it turned out to be cursed and I was like terrified I'm like mom dad I'm never going to Hawaii ever like I'm not gonna go no matter what because that episode of Brady Bunch terrified me and if you're around my age or whatever you know the Brady Bunch you've seen that episode and it terrified you too so but yeah it's crazy man I'm listen I'm glad Honeymoon actually worked out well for you after all that fucking crazy shit man it just Yo, life, man, it, that just goes to show you a lot of ups and downs. We got to go. We got to go through hoops, you know, so. And that's what the Giants are doing. Oh. You know what I'm saying? The Giants are going through hoops. They're going through some ups and downs. Um, We told you this was a crossover episode. We're, we're going to give you a little New York football Giants talk. Uh, t- dip two toes in, toes in each water. <laughs> tip, tippy, put your tippy toes in. All right. Oh, Dive in. Um. Listen, Giants, obviously, uh, they won, you know, this last game, 14-7. to Um, At the end of the game, Washington was almost about to tie the game, and if they tied it, we probably would have lost again because, once again, our offense stuck. Um, It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. It really don't. If you watch the game of football, you watch the Giants, you know a football team, any football team in the NFL can't survive – when their offensive lineman loses not two starters, not three starters, not four starters, not five starters, the entire offensive line, and one of their tight ends that helped ship blocks in, earlier in the year, not six offensive linemen, their backup, seven offense, eight eight offensive linemen. A few of them went on IR already. You know, Shane Lemieux, Matt Pert, uh, Izuzu, all three of them went on IR. I think I'm actually, I think it might be nine offensive linemen that we had hurt all year and you can't beat good teams like that it doesn't matter who you throw behind center they're going to be running for their lives they're just going to be chucking it up sometimes hopefully they get lucky we got lucky going against a Washington team because our defense our defense finally stepped up our defense yeah. is playing well the past couple weeks our linebackers are playing tremendously yeah just what happens you can't have you can't beat Buffalo, even though Buffalo's banged up on the defensive side of the ball. They lost major injuries a couple weeks ago, and we scored nine points against them. We scored 14 against Washington. John, I mean, give me your recap of the Giants game, but I know we're going to get into the whole Jones and Tyrod because that's a whole thing on social media now. I don't know why it is. It makes no fucking sense. Obviously, we have a starter. We have a backup. I, you know, People think Tyrod is – some people think Tyrod is matching it better because he went against Buffalo's shitty defense that had injuries, and he made a couple completions against Washington. But, I mean, 14 points and nine points ain't going to fucking cut it. I don't know what you guys are hyped up about. Uh, it, 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 it just always goes back to, what you know, since we started this podcast and even when we were doing it on the, on the other title, um, people like to hate Daniel Jones and wait for any, any possible moment to fucking um, – to jump on him whenever they can. I mean, the, the guy hasn't played. We we watched him get battered and battered and battered to the point where we all knew it was a matter of time before he got injured. 
just yeah. 20 sacks in two games, like video game numbers, like NFL Blitz 96 yeah. video game numbers against the Giants. Offensive 100, line. 120 pressures in four games. That's unheard of. Is that, is that really what it was? That's that's a fact, dude. It was close to 120 pressures in the first four fucking games. I mean, that's every – I mean, think about it. As a quarterback, how many how many dropbacks are you going to have in a season? You're talking about in four games as a as, as a as a quarter of a season, basically. Right. You're talking about nearly every single time the, the the kid dropped back, he had he got pressured. You're not going to play functional football in a situation like that. it's just impossible. You can't. And you know, I I don't know. I don't. It's just it's something that as New York sports fans specifically, you know, Giants fans, we're going to have to deal with forever. Um, doesn't matter if we go and we, you know, who, whoever the next hot commodity is, we end up getting the first pick in the draft and we draft him. The leash is short in New York and yeah, after a few games, good. that's it. And it's, it you know, a backup comes in, happens to luck out with a favorable schedule against who they play. They're playing, you know, all, you know, all of a sudden fucking, you're going to have a quarterback controversy. That's just the nature of the beast here. Um, but it just sucks to see like, you know, the season's not over, but like, Talk about fucking taking the air out of the balloon early, bro. Just it's it's so annoying to fucking you just sitting the season. You know you feel like the season's over. Like all right, well, I know. not a good team. Like where's the future going? You're it's questioning Brian Dable. It's just injuries again. I mean that's all really matters. I mean people say oh that's just an excuse, but I mean it's the real excuse of the NFL. That's the way the NFL is. If you watch the Monday night game when San Fran played Minnesota. San Fran, okay, Brock Purdy, everybody loves, oh, Brock Purdy makes plays. He lost his left tackle, his number one wide receiver, right? McCaffrey was hurt. He was banged up going into the game. And then, oh, what do you know? Lo and behold, San Fran's offense don't look that great. And they didn't play fucking that great the entire game. You know, if it wasn't for McCaffrey running the ball like Barkley does for our team, San Fran wouldn't have been in it. And then Minnesota happens to win the game. You know, you got to pay attention to these injuries, people. Like that's really what's all that matters in the NFL. You can't, you can't just take it for granted and expect uh, your quarterback to raise the level of play of everybody. You know, now, now we're starting to see like, all right, everybody's like, oh, Tyrod threw the ball downfield to Hyatt. You know, a couple of completions. I'm like, okay, yeah, but Hyatt, the past few games, he's been playing more. And he yeah, had, he wasn't on the field. He was a rookie, so he's now he's learning and learning the playbook. He's going to get more opportunities. A third round rookie, right? They're not they're not cracking a starting roster on an NFL team anywhere. Right, give him a little time. Give him a little time, of course. And then all of a sudden, it coincides with Danny Jones' injury that Tyler's in there, and Tyler hits him a couple times down the field. Like, oh, Jones never throws a ball down the fucking field. He never does that. I'm like, dude, I'm like. I don't think these guys have been really, really paying attention to these games. They just they, they think everything is just like, you know, whatever. And then and then Coach Dable came on and just pretty much said, like, Jones is our starter. There's no controversy. He's our starter, obviously. Like, the, yeah. I mean, these people that have the brain. Listen to the people that have the fucking brain. And then there's other, you know, guys on there. Oh, Giants should fucking trade everybody. Trade Barkley, trade this. I'm like, all right, you're going to trade Barkley. I'm like, for what? A third round draft pick that half the time never amounts to anything. Right. You guys are you guys are stupid. Then Dable and Cole came out and they said 
We're not trading Barkley. They even went up to him because, you know, how New York is, the media, and everybody starts talking like, listen, we're not trading you. Did they? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they went up to him. They're like, yeah, we're not trading you because, what will we be in it? You know, he's, he makes our offense fucking go, you know? He helps the offensive line be a little bit better because the style of runner he is, <laughs> you know? So, Bro, I, I, I got so much more respect for them that they did that. Just to, just went up to him man to man. Listen, this is what's here. out there for some reason. We're not trading you. Brush all this shit off. You're not going nowhere. You're a fucking giant. Yeah. Like, see that? Like that? That goes back to the shit we talked about in the past too, bro. Like that, like loyalty factor. Like I just don't understand how these fans root against their fucking team. It makes no it's fucking nuts. sense to me, bro. You root against Daniel Jones. You root against nuts. Saquon Barkley. You root against fucking Andrew Thomas. The first couple years that he was in the league. You root against all the fucking head coaches. You root against the general manager. You root against all. Root against ownership. Like. You're you're not a fan, man. You're not, right. not a fucking fan. Like you're showing literally disloyalty. That's literally what you're doing. Right. But they they tell us they're like, oh, you don't tell us how to fan, how to be a fan. I'm like, that's how you be a fan, being nasty to your fucking players, not fucking rooting for them, and like you know, hoping to for the Giants to lose so you can get a draft pick, a generational fucking quarterback. You guys say that every fucking year, no matter what quarterback comes out. It's every fucking season. You just want the Giants to lose. I mean, those guys, those fans, like to me, I mean, they're pathetic. They just really are. If you're not supporting the Giants, you're not hoping the fucking Giants win and hoping every Sunday the, the Giants come out with a victory. I'm like, I was fucking on the edge of my seat. You know, was I rooting against Tyrod Taylor? No, I'm with the fucking Giants to win, asshole. Yeah. You know just what I'm saying? This is. This is my team. I don't I'm not worried about a fucking college kid. And these guys like they they sweat like these these fans are on social media they're, they're on Caleb Williams's cock. It's like get that dick out of your mouth already, you people. You're fucking disgusting with that shit. And it comes out now that Caleb his agent put out there whoever drafts him, he wants a piece of the organization. He wants part what? of it, like a certain percentage, right? Can you imagine Imagine the Maras. You think John Mara or any member of his fucking family is going to give a rookie, a rookie that never played it down in the NFL, a piece of the franchise? you got to be out of your fucking minds. There's Bro, no way that's happening. The Maras would like sell their team to me before that shit happened. Bro, that is as obs- balls. Listen, obnoxious I mean- balls. I mean, talk about fucking delusional, bro. I'm stunned. I'm stunned hearing that. I'm hoping I find that it's not true. (laughs) Yeah, right. There's not even a precedent to even say that in any athlete at all, period. Like, to say a rookie would get a piece of a team is, like... The only person I would give part of a team to after, like, the first 10 years is probably LeBron James. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he's going to own a team, like, eventually, like, one day. Like, I mean, you guys, like, it, yeah, it, goes, it goes to show you, you know, we might get into us like, a little bit, like, later on on this pod after we take a commercial break. It just goes to show you that these, these people now, I don't know what you call them, generation, whatever, they don't do shit and they expect the most. They expect to just be handed to them. Gen Z, bro. We're about to hit that topic in a little bit. Gen Z. They are expected to be like handed them stuff without putting in any kind of like work or any kind of that shit. Yo, crazy. Mike, that's that's not even it, bro. Like 
if there was a precedent where like Eli and Peyton and Tom Brady and Rogers, Brett Favre, like all these greats of the last 20 years, like Jerry Rice, Dan Marino. Yeah, yeah. Like all these like crazy players. There was a precedent set that part of the contract is you would have some, you know, you know, small percentage of the teams, you know, some like, you know, share of 1% of the team, whatever. And then you say, okay, all I'm doing is moving that timeline up. Then, then you, you would at least see a bridge, but that doesn't exist at all anywhere, anywhere. Crazy. Are you talking, it's, like, bro, it's, it's like me. It's like me getting a job at fucking McDonald's. I'm like, yo, I want a piece of fucking Ronald McDonald. Yeah, I got a job as fucking start this job. Yeah. I, I got a piece. I, I got, I got a job as a fry flipper. And fucking, um, I'm gonna. I, I want. I want you to hand me the p- a piece of the profits of three fucking chains, three McDonald's. It's, it's amazing. No, is, no, no wonder why Evan Neal hates you, fucking guys. All right, we gotta take John. We're gonna take a real commercial break because hey, I gotta drain the lizard over here. But um, listen, we'll be right back on the crossover episode of the BBO NYG podcast and the Mix It Up podcast. With just me and John because the other two guys are flakes. We'll be right back. Uh, hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, like and subscribe. Smash the button. Tell your friends. Uh, follow us on Twitter. At the Mix It Up Pod. All right. Welcome back to the crossover edition of the Mix It Up Podcast and the BBO NYG Podcast. I'm Mike. That's John. Um, two of our other guys that usually are on the podcast, Jules. He uh, He's probably... Sleeping or whatever, he got back from uh, I don't know wherever the fuck he Barcelona. went. Barcelona, is that in the Middle East? Wherever where all the danger, Barcelona, in the Middle East. <laughs> so he he went there and he's like, Oh, guys, wait till Wednesday so I could come on the podcast so I don't miss anything. I'm like, Sure, I'm like, That's fine, I'll wait a day, otherwise, I would have done it yesterday. And then Nick was like, Oh, can we do the uh podcast Wednesday? Uh, I got something to do on Tuesday, yeah, right, all right, I know what you got to do. And I was like, Fine. For for those guys' sakes, I'll move the podcast back to Wednesday. And then what happens? Lo and behold, one just fucking falls asleep. And then the other one was just like, I'll just make up a story like, oh, I just magically went out to uh let's say candlelight for uh a late dinner. I'll just I'll just tell trainer I forgot about the podcast because yeah, obviously you're just gonna forget when I text you like two hours ago. But whatever. That's neither here nor there. All right. Well, maybe also- he up to get some fucking poon, bro. You know, so there. Listen, maybe uh, one of his Tinder matches, fucking. Uh, if you're going out to yeah. fucking get, get wings or whatever, you know what I mean. That's uh that's a sad excuse to miss a podcast and to have like jet lag. Just stay up, motherfucker. But yeah. listen, listen. That's the people we got to deal with. You know, we're trying to we're trying to do this podcast, and then you know people sell out. But hey, listen, if you want to be a scumbag, you be a scumbag. What can I do? <laughs> Is that pretty strong, John? I don't know. Like, I, mean, I always felt like scumbag was a heavy word. Do you, do you sense I'm like I'm, I'm a little bit tight on this, a little bit mad, a little bit you know, that I, I well, that I actually like put out like you know what? I'll change my plans. I mean, I didn't have no plans for fucking, but I changed what I wanted to do on Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I couldn't really get shit yeah. done on Tuesday because I pushed it back a day. Yeah, for them, the, for them. the change for the accommodations is. Uh, and then you know, it's yeah, I hear you. Um, right. I mean, yeah, I don't want them to get at 11 o'clock at night. I, mean, so. I don't want to push them in front of a train or anything, but 
Listen, I, I got a quick little story. What happened to me over the uh, weekend and um, yeah. Saturday night, you know, I was like, I came home. I was at Roy Dolan's shout out, fucking drinking at the bar. Uh, met my my homegirl there. We had a couple of drinks. Um, I might have been like a little bit overserved, but, you know, I was home pretty early. I got the dog. I got to let him out. So I was home by like 10, 10, 15. And. All of a sudden, like, I'm upstairs. So I'm like, yeah, hey, you know what? You know, I had a few drinks at the bar. I'm like, let me have a couple more, you know? So it's like 11 o'clock at night, right? And all of a sudden, my dog starts barking, right? And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then my ring app goes off. And I got, like, I hear, like, oh, you know, people walk by. So I'm like, let me just open the ring app to see who was out there. And I see fucking three people walk by. And John, one of them, gives, like, a, sig- a signal. He's like this with his arm. He, like, kind of put his arm down. And the other one, the first one, Tried to open up my fucking truck. Now, wow. Now, now, within two minutes, I've seen this. So they have a two minute head start on me. I ran down the fucking block. I have a knife in my hand that a couple guys made fun of me because it looks like the Rambo knife in First Blood. So I look like Rambo. For, okay. I, I mean, I didn't have enough time to put on the bandana and fucking go out <laughs> with a fucking with a wife beater. But I ran out in my fucking, like, my fucking, I put on, like, sneakers real quick. I ran out with my fucking knife, and, you know, cops came. But for the rest of the podcast, I can't get into, because it's still an active investigation. So I can't really go into it on the podcast. But listen, they won't be back, those motherfuckers, to, to this neighborhood. I, I, I guarantee that. It's just one of those things where, like, it's three of them that I've never seen before. And listen, I don't know like who the fuck they are, but like right. you tried now. I texted like a couple of my friends, well, yo, they're, they're fucking here. And then then they're telling me, yo, you you don't worry about it, it's nothing, they're just kids. They weren't just kids. I mean, these are my friends giving me this excuse. I'm like, yo, if somebody tried to open up your car door and tried to steal your shit, you wouldn't be fucking mad. What's the matter with you? I don't give a fuck. Like what if I met? What if I happen to leave my car door open and they went in there and started fucking grabbing shit? You know, then yeah. then I would have been in trouble if you know whatever you know shit happened. I mean, that's just what's going. That's going on too. Like where I, where I am too in Central Jersey. Always, yeah, like they have those like those Facebook groups and stuff like that. That I mean, I don't really fuck with Facebook too much anymore, but um, I, everybody would always put like these videos. Uh, these cars like you know driving through like the neighborhood real snow slow in the middle of the night and then kids getting out fucking you know uh walking house to house um you know right. pulling on car handles to see which one and then fucking uh which we'll call it you know coming coming back and fucking breaking into the cars it's crazy you don't, you don't do now do you think like lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details like do you think i would i should get in trouble if i went out there and just like you know stab one of them in the neck for trying to do that on me is that where we've become as a society where we've become like so 
pro-criminal or like, oh, let them be. They're just trying to eat. No, fuck that. Fuck that. No, man. they're trying to buy Jordans and chains, bro. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Not, yeah, no one, bro. no one, no one's fucking trying to eat. That's breaking into cars like in in groups. Yeah, exactly. If someone's trying to eat. They're by them fucking selves, and right, they're right, fucking right. starving. And they're probably looking for a place to sleep as much as they're looking for a place to eat. And you're not looking cars for food. You look for stuff in cars. You look for food in dumpsters and behind restaurants and stuff like that. Yeah, not that I've been homeless uh, in my life, but I would imagine I wouldn't start by fucking trying to go through suburban cars as a food source. Yeah. So, like, you know, obviously, like, I was pretty, pretty fucking heated about that, you know, especially when you see three of them and it seemed like, you know, like a, a job they're doing. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah, it, that 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 shows. Can, can we play a game? Can we play the most offensive game? Because our uh, our uh, our podcast name is the Big Blue, which is a color offensive podcast. Mm-hmm. What color were they? Wow, that's uh. Well, can I, let me ask this: Were their palms white? <laughs> no, no, they weren't. And, the palms uh, weren't white. No, nah, they just everybody's palms are white. That's why I said that. They they weren't white because yeah they just weren't <laughs> the palms the palms just the palms in their hands yeah I mean all right the palms all right so yeah they were I guess <laughs> but you know they weren't but I mean it's just like the way it is and then obviously like like down the street like for me like you know like blocks away John like there's a hotel that took took migrants in so Ooh. now it's like all of a sudden. Like, hey, you know, let's go like walk around in the neighborhood, see what's around here. Maybe they're trying to fucking guess something. So that that's a whole nother thing where it's like, oh, it could be. It really like it could be. So yeah, you you get the you whole get hit, you have took in fucking migrants and they're they're doing what? They're just gonna stay there? That's how it is. They just I so the, these hotels they must get paid by the government some oh, enormous sure, sure. amount. Of fucking money. So if they're if they're getting like, say like a hundred and eighty nine dollars a night, the government's probably paying at least at least triple that amount to harbor these people in there and to have that extended stay. So they're just raking in the dough. Like where it might be a weekend type business, these hotels or whatever, or just like you know quick like you know you want to bang this chick and you bring them to this hotel. Now these hotels are fucking making like legit fucking money. You know? I wonder what that says about you that when you go to a when you go to try to bang a chick, you go into a hotel and not a motel. I respect <laughs> that. I like to class I like to class it up. I like to get the continental breakfast in the morning to give to my fucking girl. All right. You know, she's gonna she's gonna I'll make her fucking uh, her omelet and her uh you know syrup and fucking pancake or flip whatever the fuck it is. I'll make her that shit. Flipping fat flapjacks. You know, flapjacks, fucking French toast. I'll bring that shit up there on the fucking from the content of the breakfast. Those little boxes of cereal, which is absolutely amazing. The little orange juice machine, man. Those were the best days. I I gotta admit. But let's not talk about that anymore. I don't want to get into trouble here. Um. So we were talking about before we took the break. Generation Z, right? That's what you call them. These, Gen these, Z, yeah. Gen Z. These people that just don't don't want to work. So I don't know. I'm going to have an opinion. John's going to have an opinion on this. But this girl went on social media and she was complaining about her nine to five job and how she gets how she has to drive to the city to work because she can't afford to stay in the city. So I'm going to you should just play it. Just jump right in. And I'm just going to break it down. 
and here's the video. We're gonna play you the video of this, and we're gonna give like, and then we're gonna give our like, you know, reaction to it. You know, so let me see if I can figure out how to do this. Share screen. All right. I did this the last time here. Desktop two. I'm gonna hit play. John, you see this, right? I see nothing, but I already saw the video, so it's all right. All right, here we go. Oh, now I can see it. I see it. I know I'm probably just being so dramatic and annoying, but this is my first job, like my first nine to five job after college, and I'm in person, and I'm commuting to the city, and it takes me fucking forever to get there. There's no way I'm going to be able to afford living in the city right now, so that's off the table. Like, fucking duh! If I was able to walk to work, and it would it'd be fine but I'm not. So it literally takes me like I leave here, like I get on the train at 730 and I don't get home till like 615 earliest. And then like, I don't have time to do anything. I don't, I want to shower, eat my dinner and go to sleep. I don't have time or energy to cook my dinner either. Like I don't have energy to work out. Like that's out the window. Like I'm so upset. Oh my God. Nothing to do with my job at all, but just like the nine to five schedule in general is crazy. Being in the office nine to five, like if it was remote, you get off at five and you're home and everything's fine. But like, I'm not home. It takes me long to get home. And like, like people that drive to the office, like it doesn't, you don't get off at five. And I know it could be worse. I know I could be working longer, but like I literally get off it's pitch black like I don't have energy how do you have friends like how do you have time to like meet like a guy I don't know like how do you have time for like dating like I don't have time for anything and I'm like so stressed out and I'm also getting my period so that's why I'm all emotional but like am I so dramatic it's fine so <laughs> all right we're back to normal right now John all right so um all right now First of all, I I gotta I have to side with her, John, because listen, I've never had a period before, but I remember working like nine to five, and I was like, God damn, I fucking hate this fucking shit, you know? There's a very prison like feel of nine to five jobs. It, it, it's tough. Like if if we're like one of us, we're in and out of our cars, we're going on location, we're doing that. That's different. If you're stuck in like a, a office and you're working nine to five and then it takes you like an hour and a half to get into work, hour and a half to get back home. She's right. That is your entire day. That would drive me insane. And that's why well, I drink. Wait till she figures out that. Be, I mean, listen, she's young. She's like early 20s, whatever it is. First job. She's hot, college. by the way. If you know, if you're that's not, where I, I was going, she's a pretty blonde girl. Yeah. She could have, if she played her cards right, instead of fucking worrying about fucking school and fucking sucking dick all over campus, getting a job that's a fucking just professional career, <clears throat> which she could have probably done is just find some rich guy who was like 10 years older than her, who was down for a pretty blonde, been yeah. fucking popping out kids already and never had to work an hour of her fucking life, let alone a day. When that realization hits her, she's going to be on that fucking medicine that the pharmaceutical companies love to give you. Give me that job. Like, like, listen, girl, you, you want you stay at home mom, hardest job in the world. I'll be I'll be a stay-at-home husband. You know what I'm saying? I'll be y'all be on fucking like Ricky Lake and shit. I'll be y'all talking about how hard it is to be staying at home and taking the fucking DVD. Ricky Lake. That's the name of the <laughs> 
<laughs> Taking the fucking DVDs of fucking SpongeBob and putting. I have to. I have to listen to SpongeBob every day from nine to fucking uh ten. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know. It, I I love how they say like it's the hardest fucking job to raise like kids or whatever. I'm like, yo, let me stay home and just chill. Like, I have, I'll be giving those motherfuckers like Sudafed, Nyquil. I'm like, yo, you're out. I gotta go pot, you know, bro. It's the it's it's you feel bad because it's like what you what you what you're witnessing there is someone who has lived a false reality of the first quarter deck quarter uh quarter century of their life, yes, and now like the veil is being lifted from their fucking eyes of like what the real world actually is. And you're going to have a generation of people that are going to fucking feel that way. Cause it started, it, I mean, I, I'm a millennial. I was born in 87. You know, you're a couple years older than I am. I don't know if you fall in, you know, gen X or gen uh, or, or, or millennial. I don't know. If, what is like, what is like around 1980? Um, 1980 is, uh, I think is uh, gen X. Um, X? Okay. yeah, I think, I think, I think the cutoff is like 82 or something like that. Uh, and then you know, like, I think 82 or 84 to like 93 or whatever it is, is, uh, is a millennial. And then anybody after that is Gen Z and like Gen Z is now getting into the work world where like all these fucking soft fucking bullshits, like woke stuff, um, that they grew up with all this coddling and all that shit oh, yeah. safe and all that stuff. All that stuff is getting ripped away all in one shot, and the world is like smacking them in the face now. Um, you know, we've been, you know, adults for you know 15, 20 years at this point. So, you know, we've already you know woke up to what the reality of this world is. And now, like you're able to see for the first time in human human history an accounting of all you're gonna there's gonna be literally thousands and thousands and thousands of videos like this in the next four or five years of people just waking up to the fucking you know the hoax that is fucking the the college institution all these fucking fake fake uh, degrees that they're giving people for fucking nothing arts degrees and shit like that that make you no money but cost two hundred thousand dollars from some school some schools that you can do nothing with all that shit like it's going to come as a tidal wave but for the first time, you're going to see it live on everybody else because every generation before, you know, you know, had an easier life for the most part than the generation before them. Yeah, right. um, but there was no social media. It was just the people in your community, your village. If you go go far back enough, you know, you would see it on, on them from that standpoint. We're going to see it on the Internet that yeah. everyone fucking uses from like seven years old all the way through 20 years of fucking development online. And you see these people's fucking worlds crumble. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be a show. I, I tell you, I don't know if it's gonna be a. I think it's just like a turning point, a change. I don't think the world for them is gonna crumble. I think like now that we're like introducing like AI, all the artificial intelligence, where it's gonna take over everybody's job. I think AI could have the possibility of giving everybody a more lenient like work day or workforce where you don't need to work that hard. You just have AI doing everything, you know, you're kind of responsible for that in a way. That's what I would hope society would lead to. Or society could go the opposite way and be like, AI just took over your job, so you're you're meaningless. So you're poor now. Just go live on the streets and go try to break into trainers' sheep. <laughs> Bro, listen, I mean, what about 
the world suggests that that would be a possibility. All you're seeing is corporations oh. get bigger. All right. you're seeing is small businesses get smaller and disappear. And all you know about corporate America is that they're fucking ruthless and relentless with yeah. trying to make money. So when this stuff does start, really, really coming in where AI can take out swaths of fucking industries on and instantaneously over the matter of a couple of years, you're, you know, relatively speaking, a few years. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, that's gonna be a fucking problem, bro. Corporate America's no, no one's gonna care about fucking. All they're gonna want you to do is live off the government's teat, which is the yeah, whole right. plan for all these motherfuckers in power, anyways, is to get you to be reliant on the government. They want you. They want to be your daddy. That's what it is. So, <laughs> so they're gonna have. Yeah, it's undeniable at this point. If look, you want to wear a tinfoil hat or not, you know, beforehand it was questionable. At this point, after COVID, after everything you've seen, look at the self checkout. Fucking trying to take shit over, like. Whew, boy. John, you, have you used a self-checkout before in a supermarket or whatever? Yeah, so you used it before, and now you're starting to see more and more of that, where all of a sudden, like, I'm buying groceries, and I got to do all the work. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. you're not giving me a discount on the food, by the way. So I'm just no. going in there, scanning my own fucking groceries, and I have to fuck. And then if all oh, I have to have a bag, do I do ha don't have a bag? Do I got coupons? I, like I've done this job, so I know what the fuck I'm doing. But yo, God forbid you run behind like in like a, a 70, 80 year old that never knew how to ring a register. They're like, what the fuck am I doing? But I've scanned groceries. I know what it is. And now you're eliminating those jobs and it's just going to keep getting like more and more of that. And it oh. just makes me definitely worry about it. Think about all warehouse jobs need to be controlled by AI, all logistics jobs. You're going to see a lot of medical jobs for right. sure. Driving jeeps, driving on the fucking streets of fucking like smart cars. Yeah. Delivery drivers, like actual transportation jobs. Yeah. Bus drivers, truck drivers. You're going to see, oh. uh, you know, and not, not like when we're old, like in the next. It's going to happen. We're going to look. Think of how different the world looks now than it did in 2013, and then back to 2003, and then back to 1993. Think of how much bigger those jumps felt when you look back. Were enormous. And enormous. into the future, it's only going to get more. The world's going to be a wild place in 2033 compared to what it is now, and yes. it's going to look a lot different for a lot of people, bro. It's everything. You know, everything's changing, and then you see you're starting to see like the dollar bill go away more and more. You're starting. To People have no cash on them, no cash. They're I'm not guilty of that. Now, a lot of people are. They, it yeah. just happens. All I use my cash way. for is buying drugs anyway, so it doesn't. Even... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, you still, you still need that. But, but now, like, even with your drugs, like your fucking weed and shit, like, all right, here, you want Bitcoin? Like, yeah, I got cryptocurrency. They're taking the cryptocurrency too. Yeah, you can get weed and mushrooms on crypto. So basically, like, you know, you, they're using the cards. They're trying to get like the extra points, and like, it's so convenient. Now, like, people are, like, like they're just scanning their hands at, like, grocery stores, which is fucking crazy. Like, I guess I could tell by the lines in your hands because every line in your palm of your hand that's white, your by the way, your, your palm of your hand that's white, it has a unique, like, like, D, like, Bro, code. maybe that's why God made every color person's palms white. Probably. For this fucking moment, bro. This moment in time. Damn. White they palms talking about foresight. It needed to be clear so the fucking computers could scan it in like two thousand years. Bro, but everybody has different time lives. traveler. That means, yeah, it, it could be. It really could be. I mean, yeah, who knows? Who we don't know. Him, he might be God, dude. 
I don't know. This 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 podcast just got crazy. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what you got when you listen to mix it up. I could be your overlord. You know what I'm saying? So check out your palm. Like if you look you at are your white now, so yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I had my privilege since fucking birth. So check your privilege, Mike. <laughs> you know, I I've, oh, I've checked my privilege, and I I'll use my privilege any chance I get. But yeah, like just look at the palm of your hand, all the lines that go through. It is fucking nuts. There's no palm that's identical. If there is, kill that dude because that's a, obviously a clone. <laughs> it's crazy. It is fucking crazy. Yeah, bro. I I mean, you say like, oh, I don't feel comfortable with that, whatever, but what don't they know? Like every single word of every single thing that you say out loud, you're, how often is your phone more than fucking 10 feet from either words? Not with an earshot. It knows everything. Every conversation you've had in the last fucking probably five, 10 years is saved in the in some cloud somewhere, fucking, and they know everything about you. So, do, do, does your palm print really even fucking mean anything? Not really. It, I mean, you never know. You got to go. They know your facial structure. It do. Like, what difference does it make for your palm? All they all they could have did is built a facial scanner, walk up to the facial sca- scanner, hey, and then fucking just pays pays your fucking bill. That's fucking some fucking black mirror shit right there. That is fucking black mirror. They could get your DNA by like when you. I've never seen that show by the way. <laughs> that's crazy this that show is amazing if you ever licked an envelope they got your dna you fucking send the envelope into the government to pay your taxes back in the day they got your dna that way so it's just you know it's all it's all that which is just you're right though in 10 years it's just gonna be total fucking madness it's just gonna be the world's gonna be fucking different everything's just gonna be totally fucking off the wall i'm telling everybody just like save your money prepare yourself because you just never know what's going to happen in the future. Because now we're starting to see like cyber attacks and all this attacks over the computer. So what if they just shut off the electrical grid and then you would have power for weeks, months, possibly years? Like what would you – you would have to go back to caveman time. You think people, these Generation Z, would be able to handle that if we're I in – like, No, I wouldn't be able to handle that either. The power is out neither- one time for like four hours. I was like – I was freaking out. Yeah. Oh, like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, you, you get charge anything power, but that would fucking suck, bro. That it would, would fucking suck. That would make people lose their minds if it's like yeah, without that's power for like a certain amount of time. That's like torture. There's no way people could survive that. There's just no way. Um. Yes. Sorry. Let me uh send this text message really quick. It's just yeah. That I mean. I don't know. It just it got really deep there. We got really fucking deep, bro. This is um. But this it does is, lead us, point, man. Just smoke some fucking weed and let your mind fucking travel and see where it goes, bro. It's um. There's a lot of shit to talk about out there, and the world's a crazy place right now. But I think people just get like so caught up in like the uh, nine to five, the whole monotony, the every day doing the same kind of thing. You almost become like brainwashed. You know, you're almost a slave to money. Not almost. That's the literal word for what it is. That's you're, that's how life is. Yeah. Yeah. So some, you know, some people that don't work or don't have jobs and it's kind of just living off the land. I honestly give them a lot of credit because they're not part of the the norms, the normal society, how you're brainwashed into doing what they want. You know, you have to do it's like you're forced to work. It sucks. Like we're forced to work. Uh, a, a Monday to fi- a Friday job. Sometimes people work six days. Sometimes people work long hours. We're forced to do that in order to live the way we want to live. Now, 
to that point, I will say, uh, having watched the first season or one season of that show alone, uh, I just finished it actually right before you started recording. Okay. Um, if you live off the grid, you work way harder than fucking we do, bro. Um, that shit is no joke, man. Th- just to see how these, like, what it looks like on a day to day basis to actually go have to hunt, find oh, a squirrel, yeah. rip it apart, fucking take the fur off, create a fire, all of that shit. Like, I can do it. Like a squirrel, you could do it. No oh, no way, bro. No fucking, no not even a shot. First, bro, I watched the season on Netflix. I didn't realize that there was eight seasons that was before um, the season that's on Netflix. I've never seen a show split up on different streaming services like that, given right. whatever season it is. I thought that was weird, or I never noticed it, at least in the past. So I watched season nine or whatever it was that's on Netflix, and then I just put on season three, which is in Patagonia. Do jobs out day three. Really? He's like, he's like, he's like, fuck this. He's like, it's wet, it's fucking cold. That'd be me. I'm out. And he I would be out day one. Classes. Yeah, day, day one, I'd be trading, but like, yeah, I'm fucking done. I'm like, where's the TV? And the soul. I would lose seven, eight pounds fucking in fucking two days from just because I wouldn't, would never fucking sit there and like gut a squirrel and fucking try to eat it off. Oh, no, nah, I'd be, I'd be like eating the grass like a fucking really? donkey. Like a donkey, bro. I'd be eating the grass. Like, hopefully, ass, this, bro. hopefully this gives me fucking protein and fucking some shit. But yeah, it's hard, man. It's easier to go uh to go to work, whatever, whatever job you have, especially if you have, you know, some office job where you're sitting on their fucking on their air conditioning all day. Um versus going out and trekking up a fucking hill in the woods to shoot an arrow at a fucking bird to try to rip it apart and eat it later that day for lunch while your stomach's fucking starving. I mean, listen. If if you get to that point where you're That's starving, management. then you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Oh, of course. Like you're not, you're not gonna let yourself die. Nah, it's like they, it, saying, it'll man. make you it'll make you skin a squirrel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, that You'll definitely have an appreciation for whatever job you do have. Oh yeah, like would it like within if I had if I was forced to stay there for more than two days, I'm like, yo, every squirrel on this island is fucking dying because <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna fucking eat. You know, I'll eat it like without cooking it. I'm like, yo, just give me the fur and everything. Just, just catch it real quick and then just fucking bite it. Bite right, bite it right on his head. All right, so listen, we gotta we're gonna wrap this podcast up in probably another like 10, 15 minutes. We we gotta talk about a couple things, Sean. Like. Uh, what just happened like before we came on the air um a mass shooting in maine what yeah uh the guy apparently went to a walmart a bar and a gas station um, oh my god right now 22 people are dead <gasps> 50 wow. to 60 people are injured um 50 or 60 bro this guy's straight grand theft auto Dude, white guy, like usual. The only people doing mass shootings are fucking white, white guys. Yeah, white yeah. males, which is just fucking crazy. It almost seems like these people are getting brainwashed somehow. Because why the fuck would you just want to fucking go in and shoot random people? Like, are you playing like Grand, like Grand Theft Auto or some nah. shit like every fucking that? Like, it's just fucking crazy. Bro, I played Grand Theft Auto every night for fucking a year. And never once did I get the fucking inclination to go mow down people with fucking assault rifle in real life. Right. In real life. In real and You know life. what's crazy, bro? If you're into conspiracy theories at all, which I've been proven correct, like MK Ultra and how they like use oh, yeah. LSD to fucking like uh hypnotize people and fucking control their like mind control them and stuff. The CIA, right. why would there be any difference today that any of these people aren't just having 
wild, some kind of wild synthetic drug that we know nothing about that just they, they say, okay, you're going out, you're fucking in some fucking faraway land. Like, you know, it's not real life. Some virtual reality, just go out, fucking kill. And then all they're doing is putting them down at the end anyway. It's not like that to cover up a story. Once the dude's dead, they say whatever they want. Boom, done. He was a loner. We found him. Dude, you know what? You know what? It, it like kind of like links wow. that to me. You know what fucking scares me about that is like, you know how sometimes you go like when you sign up, these people sign up to be like, oh, I'll, I'll take that drug, but I might get a placebo instead. You know, they, it's like a trial. Yeah. Yeah, so people, yeah. Okay. So maybe if the people sign up for that, what if they slip them that kind of drug you're talking about? Yeah which makes them do that kind of shit they're doing. Yeah. And they never knew about it. They just never knew they were part of that fucking trial. They were given that medicine because why would it just a, a, a normal person just do that? I don't understand that. I don't, I can't comprehend that. It makes me think like they're getting brainwashed somehow. Well, it, that's, it doesn't, that, that doesn't exist anywhere in the animal kingdom, bro. We are at our core animals. No animals kill for sport. No animals kill for entertainment. Only there's some animals that kill just for the sake of killing. But who's to say that that's not like practice, like sharpening skills. If you have to kill a meal every day, fucking to what you call it, you're going to want to do it more than once a day uh, to survive. Like you're going to want to practice fucking killing, uh, which is more smart of an animal than anything. I think some cats kill and sharks kill for fucking what you call it. Maybe that's the reason why they're apex predators. Because uh, they know it's just not about you know sustenance; it's about fucking. That's actually a skill to have. Um, that's wild. Yeah, that is fucking. I'm wild. Off a little bit here. No, like it, yeah. oh, people yeah, with the, the, the mass shooting. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know, man. I, like if you sat me down like Morpheus in the Matrix style, fucking, and, and said like A or B, is it some type of like hypnotized fucking or more likely drug induced? situation where somebody was like coaxed you know over time or whatever the case is someone went to their house like men in black style i don't know or like organically lived lives that end one day shooting up a fucking going from place to place to shoot people i'm going with option a bro yeah i believe that way more than just someone having such a rough life such a bad life in some way to perform that they would set out to fucking just murder 60, 70 people in a night, bro. Like, I just, I don't believe that any animal is capable of that without some type of like interference. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a brainwashing. Like, I don't know if you listen to the Mix It Up podcast. I was on like, um, I think I said this like five weeks ago, like on, a, on, a, on an episode. And I remember, I don't know if you ever get like that ringing in your ear out of nowhere. You just hear like a ringing in your ear. Yeah, definitely. So, John, I swear to God, I had that ringing in my ear hit me one time, right? But my dog was right next to me. I swear to God, when I heard it, he heard that shit because he looked up and he was like, what the fuck was that? So it almost makes me seem like that ringing in your ear is getting sent to us from something, whether it's like a like a 5G tower. I know everybody's into that, but I've always got that ringing in my ear for like the longest time. So where is that coming from? You know what I mean? Was that something? So from what I understand, what I've read before, and I'm no doctor, um, the ringing of your ear happens when one of like the little hairs in your ear that like actually absorb sound falls out. uh, And that's caused the ringing in your ears. 
Um, that's what like that tinnitus thing. Like if you have enough hair come like hair, like little hair, like, like hairs that uh that's how you hear, like actual like physically hear. Um, enough of those fall out, you get like that con you get constant ringing in your ears. It's called tinnitus. Really? Um, or not tinnitus, maybe that, wow. that's the wrong word uh, that I'm using, but um that's what I understand. Um, is it possible that you know you could hear it? I I would probably say I've never Anytime my ears have ever rang and like said, oh, my, my ear is ringing. No one around me said, oh, my ear is ringing, too. I've never okay. had that experience either. Yeah, but you know how like dogs can hear like certain things, too, certain frequencies. frequencies. Yeah. Higher frequencies. So, yeah, that's, it that's was, a good point. Dude, it was very high and very prominent where it's like, you know how sometimes you get the dull one? But this was like almost like, yo, what the fuck? But it, I only heard it in this side of the ear. And that motherfucking dog like looked up and he's like. And he like heard like a set that was the exact same sound at wow. the exact same time. It was no no coincidence. It just like it makes me think like can they? I mean, obviously I didn't hear that sound and go fucking get a gun and just fucking start blowing people's head offs. But I've definitely like you know reacted like maybe more with anger at certain times, like road rage. Like I always said, like I want to be calm on road rage, and I got into it with some guy like the other day. I made him like roll because he was on my ass. I made him and he pulled to the left of me and I made him roll down the window. I was like, yo, fuck you. I'm like, I'll, yo, you want to pull to the side right down, motherfucker? You don't fuck with me. Like, don't fuck with me. And I was getting all angry and I felt like my blood and my heart racing. Like, I wanted to get this guy out and put him on the side of the road. But then I'm like, you know, I'm like, after I left, I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like, why did I get so angry over like a guy riding on my, my ass like that for? You know what I'm saying? Like well, I should have. Like I'm trying to be better. I know he was maybe at fault, but the way I reacted was like, yeah, like what if this dude had a gun or whatever? He just fucking like tried to shoot me. I'm like, he picked up his like cup of coffee and it looked like he wanted to throw it at me, which was pretty funny. But like, what if he pulled out a gun? Like it's just like it doesn't seem it doesn't seem worth it. And I'm trying to be like above it. I'm trying to get above that, but it's so hard that all of a sudden my reaction is just like I want blood, you know, like the. Well, the reason why is because your body, like you, we are mentally comfortable driving. But the reality is, for the entirety of human existence, there was never a way on earth to go fucking 60, 80 miles an hour. Like the human body only would experience that falling from a cliff or a mountain. That's crazy. Right? No, there's no flight. There was no cars. There was no reason to ever be going faster than you could go on a horse. And almost not even like know that that even exists other than in flight. You know what I mean? So your body, I would imagine when you're in a situation like that, it's like your 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 flight or flight uh, fight or flight instincts, you know, come in and it's kill or be killed. My adrenaline. Yeah, your adrenaline's going crazy because you got to think, bro. Like this kid taps you or whatever it is, your car spins out. You're on a fucking highway. Someone like your body knows you can die. Like yeah, right. you're in a situation right. where death is only inches away. So that's why I think like that. I snapped. That just, that's it's naturally what happens to you. Now as a evolved creature, we're supposed to, you know, be able to manage that and not actually get out of the car and kill the person, which is something that really doesn't fucking happen. Um, I, I would imagine. Yeah. Like I, I would, you know, I would say that that's probably a big part of it is because you're basically life is being threatened. So, I tried that Seinfeld shit. I was like, serenity now, serenity now. Fuck it, that shit didn't work. It was crazy. I was like, I can't believe I'm fucking doing this. After I left, I'm like, because I just talked 
talked about on the pod. I was like, yeah, I got to relax on that shit. And I fucking did it again. I'm like, I got to fucking calm down. Yeah. I gotta, even though he deserved it. He did deserve it. You know, because then he beeped at me and shit. And then, you know, once the beep happened, like, don't do the beep. Like, I could deal. Like, if you're on my ass, that's fine. But don't do the beep on top of it. The beep is just like an obnoxious part of it. You know what I'm saying? The, the car horn, the car should never have a horn because all it does, it doesn't do anything be, besides cause anger. Think about yeah. it. A car horn, like all right, like back in the day, like all right, if, if you use my horn a lot, house, I don't know. Actually, I use my horn a lot. It's not a problem. to like beep at people, but to like wake people up. So it's well, not like my, my favorite okay. favorite thing to do if we're sitting in a light. I know down the phone. Two and a half seconds, bro. Like I count when that light turns green. There's a car in front of me that doesn't go. I'll give him like two seconds to react. If your foot's on off the brake, beep, beep, just right. real quick. That should be able, you should be able to ram them. You should be able to bump them like bumper cars <laughs> right yeah. on the fight. Right yeah, on the a nice car. I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> if, like, but you should have like a, a, like a superior bumper, like an extra part of the bumper where you push like, guard, like a cop. You don't have, yeah. Like, you know, you just like bump them, but like, y'all wake up, motherfucker. Like the light screen because they're always on the phone. You can tell they're always on the phone. Yeah. And, and anybody that's like swerving in and out of their lanes on the parkway, they're always on their phone texting. You pull up next to them, you go by them. And then I'm like this, I'm like, that gets me fucking going too. But Listen, what a, car horn, about a it? car horn is just stupid. Nobody should have a car horn. If you really think about it, the silent killer—it's a silent killer, John. Texting and driving and stuff. No, the car horn. The car, yeah, it was not silent. It's it's the loud killer. It is a lap, but it's a silent yeah. killer. Um, <laughs> think about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> It's dude, I'm telling you, it's a fucking problem. This fucking road rage and all that shit, it's a fucking problem. You would think there'd be more accidents. Like there's there's annoying amount of accidents, like when you're dealing with traffic. But think of the sheer amount of people that are on a road at one time, especially like we live in a part of the world where it's you know, there's a lot of fucking cars and a lot of fucking streets, and there's always people on streets. There's no fucking you know, not many opportunities for fucking drives where you're only seeing your headlights and no one else around you. That's not a thing. Where we live in this world, you would think with the amount of people who are driving and texting and driving and just careening down highways at 90 miles an hour, 85 miles an hour, not looking ahead, that we would see a lot more car accidents than there actually is. It's 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 actually a pretty positive phenomenon that that's even the world. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I think that's why people have to go through the schooling, learn this shit, you know, fucking they have to pass their road tests. You know, it's like a big deal. To do all all that kind of stuff. Plus, you got to yeah, be got to be a good people defensive were, driver. People didn't have nearly as many. Dist- I mean, I'm sure there were psychopaths that would, <clears throat> you know, like read a newspaper before cell phones were a thing. But for the most part, anybody driving was going to be pretty much engaged with driving. And now you have a way higher percentage of people who are relatively disengaged from the car for moments at a time while texting and driving or talking on the phone or just scrolling. Which is a thing, like just scrolling, fucking that's crazy. App they're on or whatever it is. Are you not gonna uh, pay attention to the road? Like it's fucking crazy. Those, those fucking people on the fucking Twitter and scrolling should be just fucking done. Yeah, and all YouTubers. <laughs> they should be like you know, they should be fucking roadkill. But yeah, those kind of fucking people drive me crazy. But like, listen, we gotta wrap this show up, yeah. Um, going on for a little bit, but uh, yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the crossover edition. Uh, we'll be back hopefully next week to the 
regular show, BBO NYG podcast with me, John, Jules, and then the Mixing Up podcast with probably just me because I think Nick just bailed. So um, we'll see what Who's happens. Yeah, you know, he's he's like, about hanging out with you. All right, so you come back on the Mixing Up podcast because Nick's probably done. He I like smoking weed and bullshitting like this, and I'm going to listen back to it, so. It's yeah. more interesting to talk about the Giants and just fucking try to defend Daniel Jones every week. It is true. It's like it almost become a job to go yeah. on the PBO. But yeah, in the mix up, you can just fucking shoot the shit, talk topics, yeah. get a little fucked up. But uh, yeah, apparently Nick don't like that anymore. So John is going to be the new uh, co-host of the Mixing Up podcast. Uh, so Nick would rather eat like fucking chicken wings and uh, make up. Make chicken wings. Stories. So, just tell yeah. him to bring chicken wings each week and make a different spot and make it a theme for the show. Right, if he sent those wings like in the mail that we'd be able to sure. get to eat, that that's probably. I mean, he could just. I'll give him my address. He could just Uber eats us fucking wings to our houses. Yeah, Uber eats. That's the only apology I would accept for missing the mixing up podcast. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. Knows what he has to do. Hopefully, we get wings, but I'm definitely gonna milk this out because I don't think Nick really listens to the podcast. So I'm gonna mix. I'm gonna fucking milk this out for at least a week. Where I'm like, oh, who new phone? Who this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, like and subscribe, motherfucker. So <laughs> listen, guys, right. like and like and subscribe. Do all that kind of shit. Um, you know, hit us up if you ever want to be a guest for either show. Hit us up in the DMs. You know where to find us. With that, we out. Peace. Yeah.